The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Oh, a tepid applause. <laughs> Deservedly so. You seem a little tepid as well. Miserable, miserable weekend in our nation's capital. Aside yeah. from the weather, it was just terrible. It was overcast and rainy all weekend long. I came down with something. The stadium is a dump. The crowd was, they didn't even put a paid attendance on the uh, stat sheet because there were so few fans there. Really? It was empty. It looked. There were more Packer fans than Redskin fans. It did look that way on television for sure. Place holds 80,000. I don't think there were 60,000 there. They had 57,000 for their home opener. And I don't know if you saw my, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter. Uh, Mark Daniels at WNFL is my handle, by the way. But I took a picture. There were about six or seven five-gallon pails inside the press box to collect dripping water inside a National Football League stadium press box. One of the Packer PR guys had to wear a coat with his hood up because he was getting rained on inside the press box. This place <laughs> is an embarrassment. I think the money they were going to use to do upkeeps at the stadium is going to fund the border wall, so that's totally oh, fine. Oh, that's where they're totally getting fine. it. That's where they're getting totally it. Totally fine. Oh, I thought, well, they, they saved all that money. with. you got to have priorities, man. Without cousins, they saved all that money, and I thought they'd put it. But anyway, and it was a miserable game. I don't know how to explain the Packers getting out the way they did. Uh, you know, they gave up 28 in the first half, shut things down in the second half a yeah. little bit defensively. Aaron Rodgers is as hobbled as I've seen him. They're dropping passes. Uh, they're fumbling the ball. They're committing penalties. Very, very ugly performance by the Packers. And now they're 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Hey, at least you're not 1-2. and two. That could, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 1-1-1. One, one, and one. It doesn't feel good. I mean, at least the Vikings lost, right? But... Now, what game you thought was going to be sort of an easy game against the Bills is now, well, what do you expect? I don't know what to From expect. that Bills team. I don't know what we're going to expect from this team, probably until Rodgers is completely right. right. And now they're getting nicked up. I don't know if you heard, but Muhammad Wilkerson done for the year. Yeah. A very nasty ankle injury. Uh, he will be uh, on injured reserve. He stayed overnight in a D.C. area hospital. In fact, uh, he had to have a procedure just to allow him to travel. So they had to kind of somehow stabilize this ankle. We don't know exactly the details of the injury, but it is season-ending on that defensive line. And he was one of the guys, Mike Pettin, you know, really wanted to be a part of this front. So now next up is Dean Lowry, I guess. Right. Kenny Clark, Mike Daniels. Lowry's going to get some more snaps. Montrevious Adams will play a role. Brian Balaga with a sore back. Justin McCray with a wounded shoulder. And it looks like we're back on the carousel with the offensive line three weeks into the season. Not surprised that it was a season-ending injury for Wilkerson. I don't know if you saw this, but on the television broadcast, they kept the camera on him his entire way back to the locker yeah, room. He, yeah, they and he had his hands on his face, yeah. Max, and he just wouldn't show his face. You knew that he was hurting, that it was a very, very severe injury. And it was, you know, Bryce who rolled into him, unfortunately. Right. It was just one of those His own guys. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. happens. Speaking of Kentrell Bryce, for as good as he was in the opener, I don't know if I could put him in center field in a baseball game because he has trouble finding footballs that yeah. are sailing down the middle of the field. And that cost the Packers early on the opening touchdown. Big plays with a big difference, obviously. Five plays of 20-plus yards for the Redskins in the first half compared to just one for the Packers. And they converted all of those into points. Three pass interference penalties on one series? Are you kidding me? And then, of course, we'll get to it. Yep, the big one. Called again on Clay Matthews. Yeah, and you know, Coach McCarthy talked after the game. You can't just keep putting yourself in holes. I mean, you saw it against the Bears. You were down early, and then you actually were able to dig yourself out of that. But if you continue to do that week after week, and it happened again with the Redskins, 
you're not going to win a lot of those games. I mean, it's great to have Aaron Rodgers and these come-from-behind victories, but at some point, you've got to be a front-runner. Yeah. You, you've got to figure out how to start those games That's better. That's all they talked about, a lot of guys. And especially on, on the defensive side of things. Now you've seen this with the Bears and with the Redskins. Bad first half, really good second half. So they're making adjustments. It's how do you make those adjustments maybe a little sooner in the first half. Or be better prepared for Or what be you're better expecting. prepared. Yeah, yeah have I a better agree. plan maybe going into what you think the opposing offense and is going to do. And when you fall behind, your play, you know, rotation is so out of whack. Uh, the, the Redskins ran the ball 35 times, passed to 20. Yep. Packers threw the ball 45 times. Well, 44 with Rodgers, one with J.K. Scott. Uh, 45 times and ran the ball only 17 times. Those numbers have got to get flipped around or at least get more equal or this could be problematic. Yeah, you need balance. Otherwise, your offense, even with the best quarterback, becomes a little predictable and stale. You have to you have to have balance and other options. Keep a defense guessing. Third and 10s are hard. Third and 15s are harder. Absolutely. And they're facing way too many of those. So, long way to go. Uh, I'm not ready to, uh, you know, you know, burn down the house no, or anything no, no, like no, that. No. But they do have to play a little bit better. Lots to talk about with this one, obviously. And we'll do it with one of my favorite kids in the locker room back on the field for the first time after a suspension. Running back, Showtime 33, Aaron Jones will be our special guest tonight. We've got to get our fact checkers busy tonight because this could be the first time in the history of the fifth quarter that we've had back-to-back guests who have a twin brother. Ah, Justin the McCrays and, and the Jones. And now the Jones, who still will brother playing with the Ravens, I believe. Aaron still. and Alvin, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll get to the bottom of that one as well. I would assume that streak comes to an end next week. We don't know of any other twinsies on the Packers, uh, do we? I could search them out, see if there are any other <laughs> twins on the team, and uh, keep this thing going. We're going to send somebody to the Packers and the Bills this Sunday from our friends at Robinson. Much more to give away as well, so make sure you sign up in the box. But let's go to FedEx Field and hear from the guys after that one yesterday. 31 17 Washington winner Mike McCarthy didn't have an opening statement he just said uh, I'll take questions and the first one uh, was yeah another roughing the passer penalty on number 52 well I think just like anything in the game of football you know, I mean you focus on what you can control uh, we have way too many penalties so and, and our fundamentals were poor uh, you know in Clay's particular case I, I thought Clay did exactly what he's supposed to do there so um, you know how it's being officiated that those are questions for other people he hit him with his shoulder. I mean, it was, he's, he's coming full speed off of a block. He braced himself. So I was fine with what Clay did. And so was, I think, everyone else in the world except yeah. in New York City and in the it's, eyes of Craig Rolstad. It is now interesting how the NFL is very quick to react to these plays. They're on Twitter very soon after some of these plays are happening with the explanation of why it was a penalty. arrogant out of the NFL, in my opinion. It was. The whole body weight... By definition, if you're tackling someone, your body weight is going to be on the person. Every, so how how do you determine I don't know. in the heat of battle how much body weight is too much body weight? It's just silly. It's really silly. And again, Clay was absolutely surrounded by reporters uh, after that ball game uh, in front of the cameras to explain, here we go again. <laughs> well, obviously, I don't agree with it again. Um, you know. Whereas last week I thought I did it, you know, did it hit, hit the quarterback correctly? Um, head was to the side again, wrapped him up, um, and, and you see as soon as I hit the ground, you see me try and pull my hands out. Um, you, you know, obviously when you're tackling a guy from the front, you're going to land on him. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I understand the spirit of the rule. I said that, uh, you know, weeks prior, but um, when you have a hit like that, that's a football play. You know, I even I went I even went up to Alex Smith after the game, asked him, you know. 
what do you think? You know, what can I do differently? Because that's a football play. It was a football play. Even yep. Alex Smith admitted that. Here, here's what I would like to see from the NFL. Not the tweet that says, here's the section 12 9B of why this was a penalty. What I want to start seeing from the NFL is start sending your guys then to the practices and show Clay Matthews in real time what he should have done differently. There's nothing he should have done differently there because isn't. that was exactly what he should do. Exactly. I want to see you from the NFL. You hit the quarterback and you get him to the ground. Not the explanation of the penalty. I want to see, okay, fine, it's a penalty. Show me how that should have been executed I don't think, differently. Because I don't think they have any film. They can't. They can't because every tackle of a quarterback – Somebody, some body part is going yes. to fall on top of him, whether it's the weight of your wrist yeah. or the weight of your gut. It's a, it was a textbook tackle. He oh, did everything silly. right. It wasn't helmet to helmet. He hit him in the strike zone. He drove him down. He springs up like a trampoline just to make sure he's not on him too uh, unbelievable. long. Unbelievable. I don't know what else you can do. Uh, and either does Clay, who has no idea where else to turn. You know, maybe now pass rushers, guys can have the quarterback. You just have to attack the ball, which is... You know, I've been playing this game for over 20 years. That's how you tackle. So we'll see. I mean, you know, something's got to change because, you know, the league's not. And, and these are big plays. You know, like I said last week, these are big plays. So disappointed. You know, I, I, you know, I tried to change from last week and uh, still get the flag. So um, it, it's unfortunate. Super unfortunate. Yeah, and here's and what player was which play was more vicious, Clay Matthews? Oh, Deron Perry, without question. Or yeah, the Aaron Rodgers Payne, sack I mean, where yeah. he's picked up and dropped on his head. It looked like Ric Flair, a WWE suplex. It was a suplex, and he what, slammed him down. Which one is more violent and has more intent to injure? I know it's not Clay Matthews' play. It, it's I the agree, other. I agree. I agree. Even Matthews hit in the first series of the game. Where he knocked the ball loose out of Smith. Yeah. Trying to get away. That was as vicious a hit as the one that sacked. Here's Craig Rolstad's quote after the game from uh, the uh, NFL pool reporter. Uh, I had judged that the defender landed on the quarterback when he was tackling him with most or all of his body weight, and that's not allowed. If you do that, it's roughing the passer. So that was basically my key, that he landed on him with most or all of his body weight, and that was my ruling, roughing the passer. Follow-up was, uh, yes, I think there have been some examples on the media tapes. But if you got a shoulder into him and then landed on him with most of his body weight off him or released him when he went down, then he would have been okay. But in my judgment, I ruled that he landed on him with most or all of his body weight there. <laughs> so as the QB's falling, you're supposed to just olay and yeah. let him just fall? Yeah. That it's, it's not how these guys have learned to tackle their entire lives. And I'm starting to wonder now, Z, if Clay's treatment by the officials and the NFL is affecting the rest of the defensive unit in any way. Question I posed to Kenny Clark. Yes, I mean, it's, fr it's frustrating, uh, but it's part of football. You got to live with it. I think he did another good job uh, attacking the quarterback and the call went the other way. So you got to just live with it. Uh, we got off the field on that on that drive, I believe. So you guys just live with it. Yeah, they did get off the field after that one. It wasn't like the Vikings or the Bears where it came absolutely late in a very critical time. So the game of this was still big. If you don't want him to bring him to the ground the way he did, then the refs are going to have to blow the play dead 
immediately when a linebacker or lineman gets to the quarterback and just call it, all right, he's in the grass, he's down, don't let him hit. It's a sack. You're touched. You can't spin out of this. Sorry if you're an athletic quarterback. If you get touched, yeah, you're down it's automatically. It's ridiculous. Otherwise, you're going to keep having this stuff, and it's not being called equally. They're missing too many of these. I agree. I agree. Well, whatever. Uh, Washington get out of the gate, as I said, with a handful of big plays in that first half. Tremont Williams says, oh, we better get a handle on that, boys. Most definitely. First half was bad. You know, I don't know how else, how else to put it. You know, first half was bad. Um, a lot of inconsistent play. Uh, you know, we came out second half and did better, but it was a little too late. I guess. No offense sputtered right away. Aaron Rodgers has insisted this is going to be a work in progress, but yesterday it just didn't work. We need to start a little faster. We haven't been starting fast in games. You know, we've been uh, double-digit uh, deficits at halftime a couple times now, and we got to play better in the first quarter um, so we don't have to come back and do some heroic in the fourth quarter. Indeed. Randall Cobb, miserable game. Drop on the first third and three. Dropped on a fourth and two. Fumbled in the fourth quarter. But he wasn't alone. Penalties, we put ourselves in long uh, distance. And those are hard to pick up. Third down, 15 plus, it's, it's tough. Um, you know, you, it, it's hard to win like that. Every, every time we had a big play, something was called back. You know, playing against the refs as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, 11 on... 18, right? Seven officials, I think, right, yeah. on the field. As for the Redskins, uh, now 2-1. and one, Wide receiver Jamison Crowder just happy to hold serve at home. I mean, we just knew that we had to, you know, win at home. You know, we, that's you, you got to be able to win at home. Um, you know, it's, you got to use it to your advantage. And last week, we didn't play well here. And uh, today, we want to come out there. And even though it was raining, we uh, still got there and make plays. They made it up. Packers not enough, and they fall to 1-1-1. One, one, one. We're just getting started. We are glad you are listening in. And Sheboygan and Wausau and viewing us on our Midwest Communications streaming websites. We're going to take a break and bring on our guests for the evening. We're live from the Stadium View. What's going on, Z? Uh, they got Singo every Wednesday from 6 to 9. That's musical bingo. This Saturday, they're going to have dueling pianos here in the Banquet Hall. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. Double bubble every Monday from 10 to close. And on Sunday, they're open at 8. <laughs> the band that's going to be playing, Rod Tough Curls okay. and the Bench Press. Nice. That's the name of the band. Their big hit, the P.E.D. Blues. Uh, I like it. I think. I don't All know. All right. It's possible. Sounds awesome. Always something good here at the Stadium All right. View. When we come back, it's showtime here at the Stadium View. Aaron Jones joins us next. Don't go away. The fifth quarter returns after this timeout. Live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you coming out to the Stadium View tonight. Tough Monday after a tough game as the Packers fall to the Redskins. The Buffalo Bills coming in Sunday at Lambeau Field. It is a pleasure to welcome back our guest. He came on board as a rookie last year, and I think he was one of the biggest hits. My wife absolutely adores you because you are so polite, so well-spoken, and he's back again this year from the University of Texas, El Paso. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Showtime slash 33. Aaron Jones back with us. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Good to see you back out there, Aaron. Uh, feels good to be back out there. Thank I bet you. it did. I bet it did. I was surprised you were out there. Uh, a little bit, uh, and then I was surprised at the production even a little bit more. Uh, you didn't play a whole lot in the preseason. Uh, really, I think you had the one preseason appearance, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, sir. 
Uh, two, Oakland and Oh, yeah, okay. Kansas the State. last couple, you got in a couple of reps and stuff like that. Uh, but then you have to sit, obviously, for two weeks with the suspension. You come back, you look like you were ready to go. Yes, sir. Uh, that, that caught you by surprise? That, be, it, that means what, you were doubting me. No, I, no, I, I was expecting this in another week or two to really get revved up. Aaron Mark is always so negative. <laughs> no, he doubts you. everybody. No, no. No, I'm, I'm always ready. Uh, that's what. That's just uh, uh, when you put in the hard work and, and the time, you're always ready when your uh, time comes. You said even yesterday that uh, you wanted to tip the guy, tap cap to the guys at practice. Uh, it bounced you around enough to make sure you'd be ready to go. Oh yes, sir. Uh, I, I was running with uh, both uh, the the actual offense, and then I was uh, servicing the scout team as well. I get the first couple reps in that, and so uh, just get me ready, get my win back, taking a couple hits, and um, just get my feedback on the ground. There are hurdles in every journey, and this one was a big one. And you were very contrite about it. You were very apologetic about it, uh, but you still had to deal with it. How was that whole process of? Uh, well, going through NFL discipline. Oh, well, first off, I'd like to thank uh, my family, the Packer fans, the organization, for everybody uh, who stuck by my side and uh, supported me through it all. Um, it was definitely tough, um, but um, you make the mistake, you got to pay for it, and um, that's what I learned as a man. Um, that's what my parents have taught me. Um, it was very humbling sitting at home um, watching the game. I bet. Um, the first two games, you're like, hey, I know those guys, and you're just in the locker room with them, and it's just a you get a different perspective watching it from your couch. So you're back. Won't happen again. You're ready to roll. Yes, sir. I, you're going to help this offense, Aaron. There's no question about that. I mean, everyone just seemed to think now if you guys can just get off to a little better start and get the numbers in balance, the rush attempts, pass attempts, that this thing's going to finally start rolling a little bit. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, anytime you uh, come out, you want to get a fast start. Uh, that's going to give you momentum to start the game. I mean, slow starts. Um, that can drag you through the whole first quarter. So if you come out fast, uh, you'll be ready to play, and uh, that, that'll fix a lot of things for us. There are a lot of people saying, why not keep him out there versus go on a series here and a series there? Did Mike have you on a snap count because this was your first game? Uh, no, it was just uh, wh whoever was called, uh, we right. were ready. Um, I mean, I think the snaps were – me and Todd's snaps were pretty close. Uh, okay. So it was just uh, whenever they needed it back. Just had to step up. All right. And you stepped into it right away. That's for sure. Z? After your first big run yesterday, you seemed to have quite a bit of emotion that came out. You were pretty fired up. Was that part of the off season, the suspension, everything just sort of coming out, how happy you were to be back on the field? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, that's a big uh, part of it. And then just, I mean, proving people wrong, uh, that's something I've always done. And I was just fired up to be back out there with my guys and show them, hey, I still can do this. Now, your mom is here tonight. Is she with you all the time now to make sure you don't screw up again? <laughs> My mom is with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> is she? Is she now? This is part of it. She's just watching over you all the time. Oh no, she's just being my mother. Uh, regardless if I got in trouble or not, she would still be always be here. So uh, that's how my mom's always been. Family is obviously very, very important to you. Just the way you were raised and continuing to be a foundation for you. Oh yes, I mean family's everything. Without them, I'm nothing. Um, they've taught me everything I know. Um, just from the basic things, respect, to keep God first. Without them, I would know nothing. Now, you've got a twin, Alvin. He's with the Ravens, right? Yes, sir. Now, he's a linebacker. Has he talked to you about all of this Clay Matthews, what's a penalty, what isn't a penalty? Has he offered his perspective on how you can tackle now and how you can't hit a quarterback? <laughs> he just said... Uh, us offensive players are getting soft, and I told him, "Hey, it's not Ooh. us who it's not us who makes the rules." Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really. 
It is an offensive game. Quarterbacks make the money. Fans want to see quarterbacks throw touchdowns. But Aaron, really, they got to get hit. Don't oh, yes, they? Sir. I mean, I, I think the rules are kind of crazy. I, I do get protect the quarterback, yes, helmet to helmet. Um, Certainly. I think they did good with that, but. I mean, it's kind of you're like I, I saw, I saw some yesterday watching ESPN. You're trying to tell somebody to defy the odds of gravity, stop your body weight as you're running full full speed into someone. Like I don't know how that's possible. And Clay's even landed off to the side. Like I know. put his hands down. I, I I don't know how you do it. <laughs> and, how, and how do you determine if it's too much body weight? Like I mean, the rule is most or all of their body weight. I mean, how do you determine? What portion of your 250 pounds landed <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Alex Smith? <laughs> it just comes from the ref's judgment. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. So that, you that's get a 50-50 call, and you just hate to lose those. I'd say you get most of a defender's body weight on every tackle. Oh, yes. Of uh, course. Every play. And, um, I mean, if you cut back on the film, you see what they did to A-Rod. The dude, like, suplexed him, did a wrestling That was move, ridiculous. And no penalty called. Uh, is there frustration in the locker room? Oh uh, no, we just no, we just know we got to stick together, uh, start faster, and um, just play our game. It's got to be tough. There's no question. I hate to be Clay. There's, it's just got to be so frustrating. Oh yeah, he's just like he just doesn't know how to tackle now. He's like, how do I tackle? I'm joking. I'm gonna go play a new position and stuff like that. But no, he's 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 losing money. I mean, anybody would be upset about losing money every time. I don't he think gets, he's got. Is he gotten fined? I haven't I, seen I, a whole I, lot of fines I, come down from you all know, these. I, I think you get fined for it. Every roughing the passer penalty. And then, yeah, like they they turn it in and they check it and stuff like that. Yeah, Clay made reference to that. You he know, that's did. the yeah, hardest I part. Know. He's getting hit with hard fines. He can't hit quarterbacks hard anymore. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, it's unbelievable. And the explanation. What is it? What is it like having a three hundred pound lineman land on top of you? I mean, sometimes I don't feel that I have so much adrenaline going, and sometimes it hurts. I mean, most of the time I don't feel it when it happens. I feel it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it take your body to bounce back after a game? A lot of carries, a lot of hits. Uh, usually by Wednesday I'm good. Uh, but I, I do work out. Like today I worked out, and I'm usually active. I work out tomorrow and condition and stuff. So by Wednesday I'm ready to practice. Are you a big massage guy? Do you do a lot of yoga, that sort of thing? Keep your body loose? Massage. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's I imagine that's got to be yeah, a I think big part Monday of it. Most of us do. Monday afternoons is masseuse Monday, pretty much. Yes, sir. Oh, on Fridays guys? as well. Really? Yes, sir. After the stay days and stuff? Stay day, yes, sir. All right. Yeah, that's do you it. tip after every massage? Well, they, they the Packers pay for it. So. Oh, the Packers pay yes, for it, but sir. you guys don't give a little bit of extra maybe I mean, around... Christmas I never, time. I never, I never thought about that. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Treat them right, Aaron. Keep Come on. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Your Aaron, mom's here. Yeah, she's really. gonna get mad at you for not tipping now. <laughs> you came in last year, Aaron, with two other running backs, Jamal and uh, and Devante, drafted with you. Uh, you know, what was that like coming in to compete, and how you guys have kind of grown together now? Now that it is just you and Jamal uh, out of that group uh, to try and uh, and get this thing going and become a, a focal point of the offense. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, those are two great guys, and, I mean, we, we established great relationships, and uh, Devontae is going to be our brother. Even though he's not here, we still talk to him every day. And, I mean, um, we just taught each other so much. And, I mean, it's, as a rookie, you come in not knowing anything, and to have those two guys, and we all leaned on each other and kind of relied on each other, and we learned it. Two big games last year, over a buck twenty-five. In fact, this guy had the second best yards per carry average among rookie uh, running backs, all running backs, behind only Alvin Kamara. 
of uh, the Saints and five and a half a pop. Uh, you were kind of like uh, the lightning to Jamal's thunder a little bit. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, I'm a little bit faster than him, so uh, he's a little bit uh, more of a bigger back than me. Uh, runs with a little bit more power, so we complement each other well. All right, I would think so. Have you guys nicknamed your tandem? Uh, we haven't yet. We no. haven't yet. We're working on it. Nice. Yes, now, with, with Jamal, he's got a lot of intensity. After every single run, he seems to have a little bit of celebration or some fire. Is he like that 24 hours a day? Oh, Jamal doesn't stop dancing. <laughs> really? We're walking to meetings, he's dancing. Everything he does, he's dancing. So He a better dancer than you? Oh, yes, sir. Jared Jones is our guest tonight. We're going to take a break, come back with more with Showtime. And when we come back, we'll look for a hot play of the day from the Packers and the Redskins in D.C. Don't go away more in the fifth quarter. Returns after this timeout. All right, welcome back. Aaron Jones, our guest tonight here at the Stadium View. More with Aaron in a moment, but time for some fun and games uh, part of the show. We're looking for a hot play and a cold play. And you know how it works. Our friends from Robinson will give you a prize tonight if you correctly guess the hot play of the day. And you'll also get qualified for a grand prize at the end of the year when we give away a pair of indoor club seats to the Packers and the Lions in the regular season finale. All right, looking for a hot play of the day. Chuck is up first. What's Chuck, your guess? What do you got? Uh, Geronimo Allison's touchdown. You know what, Chuck? We might as well just name him the hot player of the year. Once again, it's Geronimo Allison. Slot left, slot right, empty shotgun, Aaron Rodgers. Extra tight end. Here's the snap, Rodgers looking, lost it. Deep down wide the middle. Open. Allison wide open. 30, 20, no one will catch him. Touchdown, Green Bay. Yeah, Wayne and Larry on the Packer Radio Network caught up with Geronimo in the locker room yesterday. Said Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers had seen a coverage flaw a few snaps earlier, and boy, did they take advantage of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they was in a perfect defense for the perfect call, and we got out there and we executed. Executed brilliantly, and that's our hot play of the day, the 64-yard TD. Chuck, you're in. Congrats to Chuck. Indeed. Well done. We'll yeah, do Geronimo's play. having a heck of a start to he the really season. He really is. Uh, you know, there was a lot of talk. Oh, my God, they let Jordy go, this and that. Geronimo was probably – well, we had him on earlier, Aaron, and he's just buying his time, knows it's his time, and, boy, he's taking advantage of it, isn't he? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, he's one of the hardest-working guys I know. Uh, he took me under his wing when I first came really? in. So. Um, to see him flourish like that is is amazing. So how did he kind of mentor you that way? Uh, he just he just we he was he was study with me. He would just hey, this is what you need to do on special teams. Like it's gonna start for special teams on you, and then it'll come. And he just always made sure I was in the right place at the right time. Just just always checking up on me. You know, I'm just thinking of that. I saw Marquez Valdez Scantling last night on a kickoff cover. I mean. Just a beautiful play. Oh, yeah. He has some jets. He, he does have some jets. And that's the same kind of thing. Coming into this league, you know that's where you have to cut your teeth. Oh, yes, sir. I mean, you have, like, for in his case, you have uh, veteran receivers in front of you. You're going right. to have to wait your time. But uh, So go out there and make plays on special teams. Still be a, be a factor on the team. Make, make plays for the team. Yeah, he's been fantastic. No question about that. I think that's three times out of, what, four or five weeks, right? Geronimo's yes, at our hot play of the day. Yeah, he's Blocking been awesome. Blocking punts, catching touchdowns. Awesome. Fantastic. He does it all. Yeah, he has been doing it all, that's for sure. Aaron Jones, our special guest tonight. Uh, the weather was terrible, wasn't it, yesterday? Oh, it was very rainy, very muddy, a little Football, cold. A <laughs> little cool, a little what, cold. What's the toughest part about playing in the rain? Is it ball handling or is it getting your footing and being able to make your cuts? I say they're both about even. I mean, you guys, guys, trying to punch out the ball even more just because the ball's way. It's, it's really tough to catch the ball. 
Um, is do gloves help or do you like the bare hands a little bit better to get the feel? I think gloves help if you can you're able to keep them dry. If not, then it's gloves wet or it's like hands wet. It's just slick on slick, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah. those gloves those gloves are pebbled to some extent, aren't they? I mean they do have some um wet like some rain gloves. Right. Uh Nike has a, some out, but uh I'm with Adidas, so I mean, well, then I let's go with gloves. Adidas. I just uh, keep my gloves dry. <laughs> how do you, I, yeah, yeah, really. So how do you line yourself up with a manufacturer like Adidas? Uh, pretty much they reach out to your agents. You? And, All right. Um, your agents talk to you. You communicate with them, and uh, you set up a deal, and you end up signing with um Whoever you think so is best it's for all, you. So it's all Adidas. Shoes, gear, everything, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Do they, do they, they obviously, they keep you stocked in gear, right? I mean, how often are they sending you new products and that sort of thing? Uh, very often. There's always cleats in my locker. Um, you should I'm see the locker room. See, I'm telling cleats. you, there's boxes at every locker every day. Oh, yeah. That you guys <laughs> unpack. and. Do you, you wear a new set of cleats each game? Uh, usually I don't, but I'm going to wear a new pair this week because I was wearing an all-white pair, and they're muddy brown. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I've always wondered about that with players because you see them, you know, for baseball, always with new gloves, new cleats. Uh, I always want those things to be broken in if I'm well, playing a sport. I, I usually keep the same cleats until they get beat down. Okay. Um, I do change my gloves every game, though. It, it's new sticks, so sure. you can never go wrong with that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no is, there, is there anything that Adidas ever sends you you're like – Man, this is ugly. I'm not doing this. Nah, they they, <laughs> they stepped their game up from back in the day, and so I, I mean, I really like Adidas. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, grew up in Georgia, uh, and then a military mover, right? Well, I was Mom born in Georgia. Born uh, in Georgia. Only there for two years. Moved right. to Germany. Uh, from there, moved to Tennessee. Uh, my parents both got deployed. Moved to Virginia with some family. Went back to Tennessee. Back to Virginia. Then to Texas. The, what's what's the best part about moving around so much, and what's the toughest part about moving around so much? Uh, you learn how to adapt quickly. Uh, I mean, you, I, I feel like um, I can go anywhere and be able to fit in with anyone. Um, being able to communicate very well. Um, the hardest part would be uh, just making new friends. Uh, you start somewhere, make a group of friends, and then two years later you have to leave and go make a new new group of friends. And, but it was always easy for me. I had my brother. So, Any other siblings or just your brother, Alvin? Uh, I have an older sister and an older brother as well. Oh, cool. Okay. So, yeah, uh, you know, I got a brother-in-law military man moved around a lot. Tough on the kids. But you're right. That for some reason or another, adaptability becomes second nature. I think it was pretty cool. I got to see a lot of different cultures. I got to live out of the country. Um, I used to be fluent in German. Um, I don't know any German anymore, but well, I took, <laughs> I took German in high school, and I can barely speak the language all these years later. So don't feel so bad. What led you to UTEP in El Paso? Uh, I mean, uh, we moved there. We moved to El Paso in seventh grade. My uh, my mom got uh, stationed there. My dad was in Egypt at the time, and the following year he got stationed there. So we were, we they were both there. Uh, ended up staying there for high school, and um, we my parents always said wherever we started high school, they wanted to stay there. So they uh, were able to stay, and um, UTEP offered me, and then they came in late. They offered me my junior year, uh, but I wanted to go to school with my brother, so I didn't commit right away. And um, they offered my brother uh, January of our senior year, okay. right before signing day. And then we were pretty So that was like, it. It's yes, a package sir. deal. And then it just made sense. It was at home. We would be able to play in front of our family, friends, people we uh, grew up with. Um, 
So playing sports with coaches, everything. And I follow you, uh, you know, and you give back an awful lot to that school. Why, why, do you, why do you think it's important for you to get back down there, take part in so many different types of uh, ventures? Oh, well, giving back is a big thing. My parents have always um, showed me if you're fortunate enough um, to give back, and I'm fortunate enough to give back now. And, I mean, um, El Paso's home for me, and those are the people who support me and uh, see me grow up. And um, I just want them to know, like, for the younger kids, younger athletes there, that I, it doesn't just have to be me. Um, they can do the same thing I did. Um, there's no boundaries to what you can do. Keep dreaming. Yes, no sir. question. Coming from a military family, besides, you know, bouncing around different countries, different states, that sort of thing, what was it like being a part of a military family, just on sort of a day-to-day -day basis? I think when people hear military family, it's the stereotypical, very strict, discipline, no fun, you're up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're doing chores, that sort of thing. What, what was it like for you and the family growing up a military guy? That was a lot of fun. Well, sports was always involved in our life. It wasn't – it was it was strict. Like, we had rules. We had, of course, use your manners, be respectful, uh, always be on time, and do what's asked of you. But it wasn't, like, drill camp or boot camp. Uh, it wasn't 4 a.m. calisthenics? Oh, no. It was just wake <laughs> up, be on time for school, um, and make good grades, go to practice, be on time for practice. Uh, if you're going to do something after practice with your friends, communicate with us. Um if you're coming home, also communicate with us. And you get home, eat, make sure your room's clean. You can uh, make sure your homework's done, study. And Mom didn't break into the room at 5 a.m. with a bugle horn and wake you up every day? <laughs> oh, Nothing no, like no, that? No, Revelry. No, no. <laughs> no. Revelry. No. She, she understands uh, athletes need their rest, and everybody needs their rest. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Aaron Jones, our guest tonight. We're going to take a break, come back, look ahead to the Buffalo Bills, and what's next for this Packer offense, trying to get this thing straightened out. Don't go away. More of the fifth quarter live from the stadium view right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter live from the stadium view bar and grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back to The View, everybody. Aaron Jones, our guest tonight. Packer running back, went six for 42 against the Redskins. Caught a little flair for five yards as well. Just the beginning for hopefully a big, big season in year two for Aaron Jones. Hey, we had a hot play winner right out of the gate. Let's look for a cold play of the day as well from our friends at Robinson's. What's the cold play? I'm going to go with Cobb's fumble. That was chilling, yes. But yeah. they were dropping. No, not it. No, not it. no, we're... No, uh, we've had a lot of Geronimo, and yes. we're kind of following a trend on the cold play as uh, well, okay. I would think, too. All right. What's your guess? Uh, Matthew Sack. The cold play is becoming an NFL yeah. iceberg, ladies and gentlemen, roughing the passer. What is it? What isn't it? You know, Aaron Rodgers gets thrown down hard by Deron Payne, and there was no flag from referee Craig Rolstad. He said he couldn't see through the 14 guys. That was a Some, nasty. Something to that effect. I don't know if you heard what I said, but I said I'm not asking for a call here, but I'm wondering if he felt like that he slammed me on my head or not. And then he said, no, I didn't see it. Convenient excuse from the referee. Right. Didn't see it, right? Well, then Clay Matthews sacks Alex Smith, and out comes the laundry. Clay's just trying to play football. Handle from the front. Got my head across, wrapped up. I've never heard of anybody tackling somebody without any hands. Um, when he gives himself up, as soon as you hit him, your body weight's going to go on him. But, uh, you know, I think we're looking for the hits, you know, that, that, uh, you know, that took Aaron out last year. You know, that little extra. If I wanted to hurt him, I could have. I could have put, you know, some extra on him. But, you know, that's football. So, 
I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. I, I, unfortunately, this league's going in a direction I, I think a lot of people don't like. Um, you know, I think they're getting soft. And, you know, the only thing hard about this league are, is the fines that they levy down on guys like me who play the game hard. He's playing hard, that's for sure. You remember in the offseason, yeah. with all the different rule changes, the big one everyone was concerned about on a national scale was the helmet-to-helmet penalties. Right. And then how often that was called in preseason. We thought that was going to ruin the game. He said he couldn't see through the 14. You're yeah, not seeing enough. that now. You're not seeing that called very often at all, but these roughing the passers. It's, yeah, it's been worse on the quarterbacks. Yeah. For the first three weeks, I believe it was like 21 roughing the passers already called. Last year it was nine at this point. Really? So, I mean, they're – they're doing an emphasis on this, and it's it's affecting games. Yeah, but roughing the passer, I we all know what roughing the passer is. Right. Okay, sacking a quarterback is all. The first one for Matthews was roughing the passer. Yes. He launched in yeah with yeah, Chicago yeah. with Trubisky last week against Cousins. No, no way. This week, no way. No. So I don't understand what these officials are seeing that leads them to believe in his Rolstad badly explained his weights on him he did everything he could to slide off of him and you're right the laws of physics Aaron will tell you otherwise it's almost impossible to do it can't defy gravity <laughs> you can't defy gravity how how hard is it for a player when there's a rule change and it affects something that you guys have learned and been taught your entire football career how hard is that for you to then try to change what your body memory is telling you to do you try to change a 20-year habit. I mean, it's yeah. going to be hard. I mean, Clay's been doing that his whole career. And how do you ask somebody to slow down and hit the quarterback softly and make sure he lands softly? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. There is, there is that great video that some Packers fans did where a guy, oh, loved it. A guy picks it. up that? his girlfriend yeah. and lays her gently on the grass, puts a pillow under her head, and then the, then that's her a little sack. kiss. Yeah. And then from the background, you see the, the flag, flag coming in. in. Yep. Yeah, yep. that is uh, it's very a great creative. video. Very creative. And we're not quite there yet, but it's almost to the point where you've got to now actively think, I have to play soft when I get close to a quarterback. That's crazy. Kind of how Mike D hit the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I was just bringing that up. Yeah, when he hit Cousins, it just kind of chest bumped him and says, "That's it." With no, with no, that's how you tackle with no, no arms, I guess. Like, I, like yeah. Clay said, what do you want me to tackle with no arms? <laughs> hard to do, <laughs> very hard to do. All right, Aaron, uh, what do you think this offense got to do to kind of get some consistency early in games? Uh, just a fast start, like we said. I mean, um, last year we seen we came out with fast starts and. It, it led to a lot of points and right. a lot of success. So that's just something we got to do. Uh, come out and try to score in the first one of the first series, if not the first series, the second series. Couple of you know misfirings. How much are, if any, are you guys the other ten outside of Aaron Rodgers trying to compensate for what's obviously difficult mobility for Aaron right now? Well, I mean, mobility or not, we know we need to protect our quarterback and. Um, we got to take hits off the quarterback even more now that um, he has a little bum knee. Um, so we got to do our jobs to make sure he's able to stay healthy and finally come back full speed after the bye. That's probably how long it's going to take, huh, for this thing. I mean, it's a step, couple steps forward and one step backward. He's going to be sore. Saw him today. He was walking around fine, but there's a lot of soreness in there. There's no question about that. Uh, but it really looked labored at times yesterday. I mean, he's he, he's a warrior. I mean, just look at him. You could see he, he looked like he was in pain a couple times, but he got up and he went right back under center and played football, and he plays his heart out every every play, and I think uh, some people take for granted. 
I know. And instead of saying maybe we should do more or compensate for his lack of mobility, we should follow his leadership and courage in the face of adversity and kind of just pick him up that way. Yes, sir. He's not making any excuses, uh, so nobody else should be making any excuses. Good point. Good point. We mentioned how bad the conditions were yesterday. It was a little cool and rainy. What's the worst conditions you've ever played in at any level of your football career? Oh, it was probably like a rain game when I was a lot younger. It was just, it was, the field was very bad. It was like a, like a slip and slide of mud. Like a torrential rain, yeah. not <laughs> yeah. just a mist or drizzle. It sprinkled hard a couple times yesterday. But My mom made me take off my pads and my uniform before I got in her van. Real, like really? That, that yeah. <laughs> no mud's coming in this vehicle. Yeah, that's. So you were the 19th running back selected last year. Do you keep a list of the running backs who were selected before you? And kind of keep track of their stats to see how you're faring. I remember. I pretty much remember most of them who were drafted in front of me, and it just makes me work harder. I feel like uh, most of them weren't better than me. I feel like none of them were better than me. I feel like I was uh, just came from a smaller school, so not a lot of people heard about me. Um, didn't play as many big schools as the other teams played. And that is a motivation for you, though, making sure that you are proving doubters wrong. Oh yeah, so just showing I belong. I mean, I've I've always felt like I belong. That's uh, I love to. I I always bet on myself. I left school a year early. Uh, people were telling me that I was making the wrong decision. I should have stayed. And uh, with that decision, I, I promised my parents I would go back to school, get my degree. Um, but I always bet on myself. And look now, I mean, with God, anything's possible. And just be confident and always bet on yourself. If it didn't work out, if you weren't an NFL player, what would you be doing career-wise? Probably coaching or uh, uh, strength coach, something like that. Right. Something I could stay around the game. Well, uh, Buffalo Bills are coming in Sunday, and holy cow, they just took apart the Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. I wonder. Absolutely if- no one predicted that outcome. Yeah, I, Nobody. I, I know a lot of uh, elimination pools uh, were tossed out, yeah. uh, you know, whatever you call it, uh, survivor Keeper leagues pools. or survivor yeah. leagues, yeah. Yeah, that one had to go. Uh, but very impressive for the Bills. Uh, have you even taken a peek at them yet? Uh, no, I'm going to go home after um, tonight the radio show and All right. cut on my iPad and check it out. But, yeah, very impressive, 27-6 to six at U.S. Bank uh, to knock the Vikes at 1-1-1. One, one, and, one. and so here come the Bills, Micah Hyde and company returning. It'll be good to see Micah come back. Uh, yes, sir. I know he was a good safety. Uh, so yeah. he'll be looking to get some revenge. And I would think so. Here. Yeah, one of our favorites, former fifth-quarter guest as well. Uh, anything else kind of surprising you about uh, the early around the rest of the league? Rams, Dolphins, and Chiefs off to 3-0 starts. And a lot of young quarterbacks getting their chance. And Mahomes now 13 touchdowns. He looks good. No he interceptions. Looks really good. Another Texas That's kid. my boy. Patrick, Is he? That's my boy. Yes, sir. Uh, we train together. we got the really? same agent. Everything, so I'm, I'm very proud of him, and he puts in the work. And Did you talk to him this offseason? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, yeah, so we were together uh, yeah. a couple times this offseason. He kind of knew that this was going to be it. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, he, he's been telling me since. He knew he was going to the Chiefs uh, probably two weeks before the combine. Really? Yes, sir. He, he was telling me. So that's pretty You know, cool. that was a Dorsey pick, too, by the way. John Dorsey yeah. was the one who picked him. Did you hear from him during last season? Was he oh, yeah, kind of like, I hey. Mean, I've heard from him last season. I've heard from him this season. Was he kind of talking last year that, hey, I just need my chance. I just need my chance. I just need my chance. Uh, no, he knew he had to uh, sit back and uh, learn the offense and wait his turn. And when his turn came, he knew he would be ready. He looked good in December last year. He had a nice game. And then he's, he did, he's yeah. carried that over. Oh, yeah. yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, just a test to 
how hard work pays off. Who else you train with? I mean, everybody seems to have like a collection of guys that uh, get together every off season and work out. Uh, Anybody who else? Uh, did I, uh, I train with Vince Beagle. Um, all right. Who else? It's a lot of guys. Uh, it's, it's two sets of like groups. I train with for the combine and then train with now. I mean, I've trained with Jabril Peppers, uh, Solomon Thomas. Uh, who else? All right. Russell Douglas from uh, plays corner for the Eagles. Okay. Just, uh, a lot of people. A lot of guys. <laughs> yes, sir. Stay fit. Anyone from a different sport, kind of like a Baker Mayfield, Christian Yelich thing? Any? I have not tra uh, trained with anybody from another sport yet. No, just football based. Just football. All football. All right. Well, Aaron, you're off to the races. It's great to have you back on the field. Great to have you back on the show. Uh, it was nice to have your mom here with us tonight. That was a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, shout out to Aaron's mom for her service to the country, oh, his father as well. Both retired. Hi, mom. Yeah. Well done, Thank Bob. you so much. You raised, also, you raised a good start, one. Also, start right here with the hat on. Thank you for your service yes. as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Another any vet. veterans in the house. That's awesome. Any All veterans. right. Showtime. Get after it. Stay healthy and uh, run to daylight starting Sunday against the Bills at Lambeau. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Jones, our guest tonight. When we take a break, we'll come back, send somebody in the tavern to the Packers and Bills and wrap up the show in a moment. You're listening to the fifth quarter live from the Stadium View. Back after this. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody, and uh, appreciate you coming out tonight. Again, thanks to Aaron Jones for stopping on by. Really caught him on short notice and a late cancellation. Saw him in the locker room yesterday. What are you doing tomorrow night? Eh, well, my mom's coming in. I said, bring her over. And that was a <laughs> nice little combo. One, That's two awesome, parts. man. No, he's such a good Aaron guy. Jones. Such a good guy. Yeah, really is. And you know what? Uh, like I said, very polite, very contrite. Now ready to roll. I don't think we'll have to deal with uh, any off-field issues with number 33 anymore. No, I think he's Sorry, fine. Yeah, I think he is too. And I think he's going to be a big help to this offense. So they've got to find a way to get off to faster starts. And they're going to have to do it perhaps with some uh, backup offensive linemen this week with the Buffalo Bills coming to town. Sean McDermott was uh, on the chopping block after a very shaky start. But boy, what a... Amazing things can happen in just one week. So they come in at one and two. Packers won one and one. This has turned into a very large uh, performance here for the Packers at home. And very odd team, the Bills. On paper, this seems kind of like a pushover sort of a team. You know, they started the year not very good, and then yesterday they just acted like world beaters. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. The rookie jumps all over Minnesota. Minnesota can't find the offense early. You know, you're freaking okay. You're down 17 nothing. Maybe Kirk Cousins will lead him back. Nope, it just kept snowballing from there. So can we tell anything about anyone three weeks into this season? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I it's so early. And, and, you know, once the first month is gone, you start to see trends on teams. You start to see that. I think once you get into October, week into October or so, yeah, then you start feeling out what these teams are about. Well, this was supposed to be the soft spot of the schedule for the Packers as the Bills, Lions, 49ers now without Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, ooh. Ouch. $135 million man now with a torn ACL. ACL done for the season with the 49ers. And then the bye, and then it really gets tough with the Rams, Pats, and everything else. So... Uh, the Packers got to figure this thing out pretty quickly, yep. and I don't know if it's going to be difficult with a hobbled Aaron Rodgers and now uh, changes on the D-line and maybe on the O-line. 
Let's see what happens come Sunday. Starts one drive at a time, right? You build that momentum. You start hot, and that kind of snowballs. You get a win. It builds into the next week. I, I think they'll be okay. I think that Randall Cobb won't drop a ball. I don't right. think Lance Kendricks will drop a ball. If he does, drops another one like that, yikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was bad. Funny. As bad, bad as it was for the Packers, I didn't see the skins greasy hands at all either. Right, right. I mean, they were able to hang on to it. It was a big part of the game. So, let's see how they respond. All right. Well, before we go, we got to send somebody to the Packers and the Bills. Our friends from Robinson offering a couple of ducats to the Gene ball game. Arndt. Gene Arndt. Gene's going to the ball That's game. That's it. Thanks, everybody. All right. We'll see you next Here's Monday night. So long. Experience.